Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and rescues people while dressed as a sandwich for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm not Tony Camarena. Uh, I'm Al Rodriguez. All right. <laughs> have, have I used that line before? You I don't have. Remember. I really I Damn think it. have. <laughs> All right. I need, I need more openers. All right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> this week, we are covering uh, Season 1, Episode 5 of Jessica Jones, a.k.a. The Sandwich Saved Me. Original air date, if you haven't been paying attention last month, is November 20th, 2015. And a uh, quick reminder of what happens in this episode, copy-pasted directly from IMDb. <clears throat> Despite Jessica's objections, Trisha's new friend Simpson gets involved in the hunt for Kilgrave. Jessica, re- Jessica recalls a pivotal moment in her life. Oh, good time to reminisce. Mm-hmm. I bet it's a happy memory. She has so many of those. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um... Did I mention why they call all these um, episodes, a.k.a. whatever, other than I, also known as? I don't know. Uh, I think I know the answer, but why don't you say it? Because you well, probably. What do you it. think the answer is? Like, Damn it. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I, I, is it related to the comic series, like the title of the comics that she was that yeah, of, of the Jessica Jones, the original ones? That's one of two reasons. So, ah, OK. What's yeah. the other one? Because that one I don't know. Well, for the listener, her original, um, her original comic book was Alias. So you know, AKA also known as, not related to. Was it Jennifer Garner in Alias? Yeah. Or was it Jessica Alba? I get those two shows confused. No, uh, Jennifer Garner was Alias, and roughly at the same time, Jessica Alba was in a show called Dark Angel. I think. Okay, I never watched either of them. Okay. But, yeah. Anyway, I watched um, both. they were all right. Yeah. Also, when uh, I think her name is Melissa Rosenberg, who created the show, was originally um, doing the show. It's going to be on ABC Family or maybe straight up ABC. And it was going to be called A.K.A. Jessica Jones, because, again, Alias would have been too confusing. That's true. Um, Yeah. So the A.K.A. is I'm going to assume these are all her nicknames. Like if we look at her, her rap sheet, she has 39 different A.K.A.'s and they're all the names of the episodes of Jessica Jones. This would have been such a different show if it was on ABC or ABC family. Yeah, very, very much so. I can't, I mean, that's the thing about Netflix is you could put stuff on there that wouldn't, it was not as hardcore as a Showtime or an HBO, but it's way past any basic cable or, um, broadcast television yeah and not enough to get to the other things like hbo or showtime maybe showtime i don't watch that that one yeah uh, <laughs> i have subscription to hbo and now that game of thrones is over i don't know why i still have it just like everyone else in america is thinking that <laughs> yeah you know i have that list of shows that i keep meaning to watch that like mm-hmm. that I, I wait for that that year to go by when i'm not watching game of thrones and now i'm I, I really need to actually sit down and watch those shows because I, yeah, I, like, I, I need to watch. I need to watch The Wire. Supposedly that's like the best show in history. <laughs> and uh, I want to watch Barry. I haven't watched it. It's a relatively new show, but I hear great, hilarious things about it. Other than that, I don't know why I have HBO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of those are on my list. Uh-huh. But none of them are in the MCU. So as far as we know. I mean, yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's back. Let's rewind even more than we've already rewound the MCU. And let's flash back to 18 months. 18 months before um, now, as far as the episode goes. So, <clears throat> Flashback to 18 months before Jessica knew Kilgrave. She was a good investigator then and uses those skills to get fired with very favorable terms. She works on her new resume with Trish at a local bar where Trish tries to convince Jessica to become a vigilante. The flashback ends with Jessica saving Malcolm from being mugged and Kilgrave sees the whole show. Yeah. So, um... I mean... So Jessica pushes those filing cabinets, and it could have hurt somebody. That's that's not very heroic, Jessica Jones. <laughs> well, she's not a hero yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, every, everyone starts somewhere, right? I mean, how many mistakes did Spider Man have before it, becoming a vigilante? Depending on which reboot you're counting. <laughs> exactly. Um. Oh, damn it! I should I should have talked to you about this earlier. Never mind. Oh. Okay. Anyway, I'm going. I'm going for it anyway. Have you watched Adam Savage make the Iron Man suit yet? <laughs> no, I know he he did it. Um, I was watching BattleBots uh, like a week or two ago, which I guess is two months ago or before yeah. when this episode. Anyway, I was watching <laughs> that and they were talking about it. Um, like right after, and I was fast forwarding. I was like, oh, I've got to watch that show or that episode. And uh, I just haven't gotten around to it. They get a bunch of clips from Iron Man. And when he's learning how to fly on the jetpack thing, they never show Iron Man hitting the ceiling with it when he's testing out his rockets. I was like, that's disappointing. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> but it connects to this because it's someone not being a hero yet, but still trying out their powers. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah. So it's all connected. <laughs> like the MCU web this point in history before they've just admitted screw it we're playing agent shields never mind that was spoil it all right <laughs> so did you realize that this episode uh the name of this episode is a pun i did not because she's dressed as a sub sandwich also called a hero sandwich ah uh, yeah i so get the it. hero sandwich. yep I thought I thought okay. that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, not only that you say one. <laughs> uh, so when Jessica's leaving her former workplace, um, she asks a very important question of Trish, and I guess that we need to settle this right here, right now. Um, Tony, do you think day drinking goes under experience or special skills? Oh, definitely experience. Okay, that's I, what I was I'm, thinking too. Everyone can drink during the day. It's you still function somewhat kind of. That's that's a good experience. Okay, but wouldn't that be a skill functioning? Yeah. Well, she didn't say she functions. I mean, she probably has more experience than most people than day drinking. Okay. At least so she enough she... to put on her resume. Okay, got it. And so she probably needs to elaborate a little bit more on the experience of day drinking, right? So uh, how often you do it, how many years you've been doing it, that kind of stuff, right? So that way you can say that you're a senior level or a mid-level sort of day drinker. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anything, she's she's, um, advanced level day drinker. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I can't think of another person, at least in the MCU. Even Tony Stark doesn't have her level because Tony Stark drinks at night and the heroes during the day. <laughs> and heroes at night and drinks at night in Iron Man 2. But <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, also in that scene, so basically at at the end of it, when you know she gets the money from the guy for beating him at that that uh, knockout game, mm-hmm. um, she I, I noticed that she was even a you know somewhat happy uh, in that scene. She was she even kind of had a little smirk smile on her face, not like a full on happy smile, but like yeah. kind of the yay, all right, cool, one up or some some sort of deal, um, which I guess we haven't even seen anything nearly like that in this entire so far of the episodes that we've seen maybe none of the episodes of jessica jones within the whole series <laughs> but um has she been slight are I, you saying she's never been slightly happy yeah because i agree yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you've seen season three i have yet to watch it um but uh is this similar to agent may in agents of shield yes i would think so i mean she went through a very traumatic experience um, and similar stuff that's going to happen next episode happened uh, to May and um, and Jessica. I just uh, May May has a better support system than Jessica, so I think like deep down inside May accepts herself more. I mean especially now that we're at like season six and we're watching the show, but even season three that we've, we're, we just covered a couple of weeks ago. Um, she accepts herself more and thinks she's doing a good in the world. Unlike Jessica, who thinks she's crap. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You and said part of way it, better than me. Yeah. Part of it is may has like this, uh, um, well, what's the word? <clears throat> She, everyone has to think she's this badass. She she can't smile too much. <laughs> so so it's part of the the job basically is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Although on the other hand, I I haven't seen too many happy private eyes. Just saying. Huge plot point of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? One of the few my my role model private eye, <laughs> Eddie Valiant, doesn't smile, and that's part of his problem. Also, a tune killed his brother. But he has a reason not to smile. Because <laughs> Eddie Valiant hates tunes, and I feel like Jessica Jones would too. <laughs> Alright, uh, so other parts with the flashback. Um, I don't really have anything to say here, but I assumed you would, Tony, about when um, uh, Trish is trying to convince Jessica to wear a whole superhero costume, and she's using names, because there's a ton of references right there to the comics. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, that costume and the name Jewel was her in her backstory is her superhero name. She joined the Avengers and stuff, and she was dressed as Jewel and being a superhero when Kilgrave found her in the comics. Oh, I didn't know that part. That that last one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and I also like that she's essentially um, uh, Buzz Lightyear. She's like. It's more like jumping and falling. It's like I think it's more falling with style, but whatever. Her power, <laughs> power mm-hmm. or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. 
I just I just wanted to see how long we'd go with that silence. Um, uh. <laughs> I'm assuming you'll edit that out anyway. Um, so the the very now that last you mentioned part, it, I probably won't. Ah, uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, um, so the last thing, the last part of the flashback is um, uh, basically when when Jessica meets uh, Kilgrave, which happens to also be when she unknowingly meets Malcolm, uh, but she saves him from getting mugged, and. So there there were, I guess, two parts of this um, that I wanted to bring up. So Jessica says that she liked beating those guys up because she was helping, essentially. She mm-hmm. was doing good in the world, um, which uh, I guess kind of means that maybe if she hadn't met Kilgrave, I'm assuming eventually Trish would have convinced her to do hero-like stuff. Maybe not, you know, dress up in a costume, but, you know, become vigilante sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. The other thing that I just wanted to bring up is um, Kilgrave tells her that uh, you like Chinese and then they go and eat Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's ever been a problem for him to like say that to someone and then it turns out they're allergic to that thing and then they... I would die. have the same thought. <laughs> yeah. I was literally thinking about like, what if she's allergic to peanuts and they were to Kung Pao chicken and she's yeah. dead. Well, it, I mean, it's no, it's no sweat off his back. If one of his oh, people yeah. dies. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Um. So he sees Jessica, assuming the first other person he's ever seen with powers, right? But we're supposedly living in the MCU. Like, if he wants him with powers, there's like six of them in Stark Tower. Or at least like a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's but true. No he just has to wait for someone to yeah. go out for lunch, right? Yeah. I mean, Steve uh, Rogers probably goes out all the time for lunch. But there's no women with powers, which I think is what he wants at this point. That's true. Okay. So it's a good thing Black Widow doesn't have powers. She's just yeah. naturally badass. Yeah. Or it's a good thing they moved upstate before Scarlet Witch joined. Also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, did the yeah because yeah. All right. well not before she joined but she wasn't officially an Avenger until the facility was built at the end of Age of Ultron. Okay, all right. So I guess we don't know if she's ever spent time living in in uh in Stark Tower, but uh, okay, all right. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Stark I guess. Tower. Question about Stark Tower. Uh-huh. Um. Does Tony own the entire... Like, I know he owns the building, but does he use the entire building? <laughs> um, maybe. But, I mean, it's a giant building, so he probably at least rents some of it out. Yeah. Just just a thought I had. All right. Um, I, I mean, just answer this a little bit. Um, Okay, a little bit of a spoiler, and I know we're not really supposed to talk about it, but there is a small section of an endgame where we see um a pot a bottom portion of uh, stark tower and so um now i want to go uh, watch it again and see if uh, maybe they they say anything maybe they they say hey it's the whole thing or maybe they just you know imply that other people rent it out too maybe a floor or two you're right make me think other questions about in-game but we can't talk about that so <laughs> i'll just <Okay>. move away from that <laughs> Okay, um, that's fair. Sorry to bring it up. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> never apologize for bringing up in game. Um, 
one thing about the flashbacks that we skipped over is when she saved the little girl as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That that little girl, the actress, she's an up and comer. Uh, she apparently her she's played by a girl named Jette Jeet Lawrence. It's J A T or J E T E, but with an accent mark on the uh, last E. So Jette <laughs> Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um plays uh Barbara Lee Gordon or the future Batgirl in the last episode of Gotham. But more famously in the m- recent remake of Pet Cemetery, she played the little girl who's like a major character. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, good luck to her in her future acting career. Yeah. Well, I have not seen go, any of those. If they make a sequel to Gotham, she will be Batgirl because you know they always use the same kids in the future. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, always. <laughs> well, aren't they doing a Batgirl TV show that's coming out in a year on CW? Yeah, they are. Um, it's in the, I mean, who knows how it connects. All the CW, DC stuff is confusing. She's on like a, another Earth. You know, Supergirl's on that second Earth. And then Batgirl's on another Earth. And Black Lightning's on another Earth. So I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm okay. I, I didn't know Black Lightning was a different Earth. I, I stopped watching all the CW stuff before that when that show even started. Huh. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll get a hankering to watch some CW stuff. I haven't even gotten to um, Crisis on Earth X. Not And then she was in like Infinite Crisis or the next crossover after that. So I'm not even there, not even close to that yet. <laughs> so Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God we don't rewind that, those shows. Someone should do that. Not us. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, we spent 20 minutes talking about flashbacks and other things related to flashbacks. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about for this section? No, I think we're good. No, Got okay. covered. All right, cool. Well, let's move on to another cheery portion of this episode. Let's talk <laughs> about hope. Oh, I love... Hope is so... Just like hope in general, you know, right? Just like the feeling of hope and optimism for the world. That's what we're talking about? No, we're talking about someone in prison. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Jessica gets a call from Hope, who needs cash. Later that day, she's attacked by another inmate. She won't say much, or we won't say much, because this storyline starts here, but really gets into the swing of things next week. So, um, stay tuned, I guess. Yep. My my first note is hope has lost and I underlined hope. Ha ha. She has lost puns. Puns are fun. All right. Move on. <laughs> you you think um okay, so I I mean we both said that we haven't read the comics. I don't know if there was a character named Hope in the comics, like maybe if no, um she is a new character. Like, according to... I look up all these characters on, like, MCU wikis to see if they connect to anything. No, she's a new oh. character. Gotcha. Okay. So, I wonder if that's why she was named Hope. Because she is a character who basically loses all of her hope. Possibly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Uh, I I really don't know what to say. I mean, honestly, not a lot happens. Like literally everything, as far as this storyline is concerned, I I said in that you know two sentence uh, intro because it really gets resolved next week. Uh, but do you have anything, Tony, in here? Nope. We'll get to back to Hope's cheery story next week when I lead the episode. <laughs> Woo! All right, fun times. All right. 
in the meantime, let's move on. <clears throat> Jessica and the Jonesettes prepare for kidnapping Kilgrave. Simpson really, really wants to kill him, but Jessica says she needs him alive. Simpson says they can use a hermetically sealed room to hold Kilgrave. The plan comes together. Yeah, so... Yeah, Simpson is just... I mean... <laughs> Come on, man. Put put your slingshot away. Put your skateboard away. It's okay, Bart. We don't need to... Well, probably someone should probably kill him. <laughs> it would be better for the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, on, on one hand, they're both right. Yeah, uh, you know, Simpson wants him dead because... I mean, everyone in the show basically knows the horrible destructive power that Kilgrave has and mm. the ease of which that he could just leave if they get him is super scary. Jessica, on the other hand, is a really good person, even though it's hard to see it sometimes. She, like, has to hold herself off from uh, not doing the right thing in some situations. and uh, mm. And she's like, no... Need to hold him. We gotta save Hope, and I guess some other people too, but mainly Hope. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. so that's that's a whole back and forth that they have. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In uh, seasons two and three of Jessica Jones, we get real deep into her conflicting feelings about whether or not she should be a hero. I think that stems from the Defenders, because you know, there's one legitimate hero a hero of Harlem and a guy who really, 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 really wants to be a hero and a glow has a glowing fist. So I guess so <laughs> after being with those people and then Trish, she really has to figure out whether or not she's going to be a hero, but she is a heroic person. She just doesn't want to admit it to herself. Oh yeah. That's, that's definitely true. Uh huh. So, uh, basically they, now they know that, uh, every day, 10 a.m., Malcolm goes and gives some pictures to Kilgrave uh, after Jessica has followed him for uh, two days in a row. Basically, she uh, comes up with a plan uh, with Trish and Simpson, and they decide to figure out a way to very quickly get him. So they, they basically want to do it the next day, right? That Within three days of figuring all of this out. Yeah. So um, begrudgingly... Uh, Jessica and Simpson team up for what is basically the worst buddy cop movie ever. Or the best. Uh, maybe. I mean, we'll see what happens. Blacktop and Four Fingers coming this fall to CBS. Not ABC like you were assuming. That should tell you what the studio thinks of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. We'll see what happens this fall on CBS. Who's, who's Four Fingers? <laughs> Simpson. Does he have Four Fingers? Uh, the Simpsons do. Oh, Matt Groening can't okay. draw five fingers. <laughs> or graining, great. Uh, I'm like, just like I was not thinking of Bart anymore. So I'm like, I know who Blacktop is Jessica with the darkest hair in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So, so then, uh, so Jessica and Simpson get to this uh, commando building with the hermetically sealed room, uh, soundproof, Convenient. and all that other stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, good thing they just found one laying around. Um, and they really hate each other. It seems they're just 
analyzing each other out loud when they know the other one can't hear them and um they probably know the other person is doing the exact same thing that they're doing right at that moment mm-hmm. or i think honestly i don't think so i think jessica might think that simpsons is just really stupid <laughs> it's just like <laughs> okay that's uh, fair I'll... yeah uh, simpson does not like not being in control he is like obsessed with being the boss of this operation which is you know very in character for a former special ops guy i think it like almost drove him crazy when he didn't have control of his own of himself <clears throat> oh yeah i mean that's definitely a motivator for him this season uh yeah i mean he's kind of I, I guess he's probably just written as that generic you know alpha male sort of guy and um mm-hmm. all that but uh I will say at least he's uh at least he is holding back, you know, when he's outvoted and all that stuff. So that's good. Yeah. Well, also Jessica could kick his ass. So <laughs> that's true. I guess he he does know that. I, I think that's the re- that's the real reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, and then also I. So uh, finally, you know, there was a scene where Simpson is trying to basically ask Trish, hey, what are Jessica's powers? Like, what what mm-hmm. can she do? And laser yeah, eyes. I, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And I, and I realized that's a normal question you have for people, right? Like what when, when you find out someone has powers and you see you, you probably don't assume, oh, it's just the one thing you saw, which with Jessica, mm-hmm. it is the one it's you know super strength probably some other maybe some endurance i don't know like if she can run more than a normal human or something or if she can take a stronger hit so probably a little bit tougher but overall she just has the one so he's probably wondering what else can she do Mm -hmm. i mean if we're to assume that superman comics exist in the mcu which they exist in marvel comics um you you know Superman exists in the comics. If someone's got powers, they could potentially have all the powers like Superman does. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean that's entirely true. Yeah, yeah. or possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was watching. It was on TV. Um, one of the Supermans, one of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, and there's a scene where he, I think it's Superman two, where he uses his um shield on his chest to become a saran wrap Superman shield and just captures bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of those movies like all the way through, but I've definitely seen that scene a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, oh, is this the same one where he travels back in time by spinning the earth backwards? Um, you know, the, my problem is, um, okay. So the director of Superman one, the, I will answer your question. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. The, the director of Superman one was also slated to direct Superman two, but they fired him off of Superman two when it was taking too long or whenever budget or something like that. Um, his name was Richard Donner. Okay. At the end of Superman one, he goes uh, back in time, flying around the Earth. But the DVD set I have ha- also has a Richard Donner cup of Superman two, which also ends with Superman going back in time and fixing stuff. So I get confused about which one. I think it's the first one has him going back in time. But in my mind, I don't know how Superman 2 ends because I've seen the Richard Donner cut a lot more than the regular cut. 
<laughs> Wait, okay. So let me just get this straight. So Superman one, um, they fired him while he was doing Superman one, when he was because it was Superman taking too long. Two. Oh, well, he would film them both back to back, and Superman one was supposed to have a different ending, but they just got the ending from Superman two. And put in Superman 1, and then they... I think he was trying to make something bigger and better for Superman 2. And that's what went over budget. Oh, okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense. So they filmed him at the same time and then all that. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. To this day, I don't know how Superman 2 really ends. I only know how the the Richard Donner cut ends. Okay. Eh, That's fair. I don't know. That is is a literal movie rewind because he goes back in time. Oh, oh, nice to tie it all together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony. Um, you good with, with this, the, the plan of uh, kidnapping Kilgrave and getting everything ready? You have anything else you want to say before we move on? Uh, no, I I have something to say about the other stuff when the plan goes on. So, no, I'm good okay. here. All right, cool. Well, in that case, we'll move on to that. But before we do that, we're about halfway through our show, so it's time to read an ad from this week's sponsor. So today's sponsor is Hermes's Hermetically Sealed Containment Rooms. Now, (laughs) I know that we've all been in the situation where we want to put a sick family member or loved one into a room where they can't make us sick just like them. No one wants to catch a cold, Karen. (laughs) Damn it, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But whenever that happens, we always have the, the same problem of wondering if that room still works. Because after enough use, opening and closing those doors, you can't know for sure that the room is still hermetically sealed. And if you're like me, that's the room where you keep your food in. So that seal wears down even faster. Mm -hmm. So today, we're proud to announce the newest deal from Hermes's hermetically sealed containment rooms. Trade in your old one and get a new one 80% off. You heard that right. 70% off the purchase of a new hermetically sealed containment room. With that 60% in savings, you could do a lot of things, like buy other stuff and things. So remember to trade in your old hermetically sealed containment room for a 50% discount on a new room. Tell them MCU Rewind sent you. They're not tracking it, so you'll have to bring it up on your own. I feel like this thematically sealed is leaking their their savings, but <laughs> eh, maybe. Uh, anyway, all right, let's go ahead and move on. Now that we've uh, uh, c- uh, completed our contractual obligations, and let's talk about the kidnapping of Kilgrave. So, Jessica and the Jonesettes successfully kidnap Kilgrave, but the aftermath Simpson isn't would quite... love that. Simpson would love that name. Continue. Sorry. The Jonesettes. <laughs> yep. I, bet. I bet he would. Uh, but the aftermath isn't quite what they'd hoped for. A team of bodyguards are able to follow them and get Kilgrave back. Simpson is convinced a leftover bodyguard can tell them more, but I guess he doesn't know much since we don't really see anything after that. Later that day, when Kilgrave wakes up, he calls Jessica to trade pictures of her for Malcolm's life. She reluctantly agrees. So my first reaction is, holy shit, this plan almost kind of works. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it uh, it, it makes sense. Although, I, I'm a little wor- curious. Now, like, now that I think about it, why didn't they think about getting rid of something that could track me. Like my first thought is a cell phone. 
right? Because, you know, the GPS on that, that can always be tracked. Um, But if you're thinking cell phone, maybe you're going to pat him down for something else. I, Um, I think that uh, Jessica assumes everyone around them is controlled. And she knows if he goes under with that drug, all the controlled people will be uncontrolled. Um, That's why the surgeon didn't want, or that's why he didn't want the surgeon to put him under. So I don't think she was even thinking about bodyguards or people who are hired, you know, under their own control. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have even thought of that either. Um, But it's just smart. (laughs) I mean, oh, yeah. You know, when when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Um, It was smart for him to pull out a screwdriver and say, oh, you know what? Just in case for those times, I'm going to need this screwdriver. Well, that's for bodyguards. It's uh, like I would assume a guy like Kilgrave would not be very well educated at all because he doesn't have to be. <laughs> he, he never has to work. He never has to do anything for himself. So I'm surprised. Like, if I didn't know Kilgrave from watching the show, I wouldn't expect him to have much forethought for stuff like this. You know, I'm, you're, you're right. I mean, that, that uh, makes a lot of sense because... Yeah, I don't have more to say on that. Just <laughs> that I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's gone literally as... Uh, okay, this is a little bit of a spoiler for later episodes, but he's basically gone his entire life with uh, the ability to do this kind of thing. And uh, he just gets what he wants by saying it. And so, yeah, he's it's surprising that he even thought to um, pay someone for the services, like a, you know the bodyguard sort of deal, instead of just getting well, it yeah. for free. I mean, but... No, I mean, after Jessica, like, escaped his thrall, or whatever you call it, his powers, he's got to be a little paranoid that other people wouldn't do it, too. So you don't want to rely on people who could just choose not to eventually. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like, going and and paying some bodyguard service like this is more work (laughs) than zero work. And and I don't think he's used to that. He's he's probably not used to walking into some place and telling the rich person that they're going to go to the bank and pull out a bunch of money for him. And then he has to go and then he has to like read reviews of good bodyguard services. So he has to pull up Yelp or something. Um, maybe he tries other services, uh, Craigslist, whatever. Uh, actually, right? like actually, there's a lot of work. You there. just go to a high powered person and ask them for all the details about the people they use. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you gotta okay. think. All right. Yeah. That when you're Kilgrave, the rules don't apply. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. He doesn't have to do it. He tells someone else. Oh, that. um, okay. I forgot right. to tell you the name I made up for this operation, for this mission. It's it's Operation Stab Kilgrave with oh, a drug okay, and put him in the van it. in broad daylight. <laughs> yep. It's descriptive. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> It's, sometimes you know, it's good um, to be verbose. Putting him, like, you know, stabbing him with a drug and putting him in a van in broad daylight. You know, like the operation title. Um, if they were in any other city except for New York, they wouldn't be able to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, I would think if they were in any other city, they would be able to get away with it because they'd be able to drive somewhere. 
instead of having all of this traffic. Yeah, that's like, true. In I was also thinking that. Just like there is, <laughs> the streets are way too empty <laughs> in in the MCU's New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, if you're to believe um, the original Avengers movie, half of the um, taxi cabs got blown up in the Chitauri explosion. So maybe it's just like that. There's just fewer cars in New York. Yeah. I just think oh, of that, yeah, maybe. that scene with all the chairs flying is... and exploding the cars instead of Grant, in front of Grand Central Station. So I've got, there's got to be at least half of them. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, mm, I don't know. As far as I know, Manhattan has like a two-year waiting list for a, a cab license or a taxi license. So maybe all of them, they, they just, just suddenly got their, uh, their license. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. all righty um so let's talk about actually mm-hmm. getting Kilgrave. so um they were they were pretty organized i guess right as far as the setup and everything they they had the van they all had cool earpieces to talk to each Since other had a hat felt like but no sunglasses that was his downfall <sighs> yep it wasn't the That's balloon he was i made. mean the balloon didn't help but okay. was mostly <laughs> yeah no or the obvious gun inside Could have just of been an alcoholic I mean, holding onto the top of the too. bottle. <laughs> that is also possible. But Yeah, okay, no, you're right. Ten AM or something, so I mean it makes sense. Yeah, that, that would fit. Alcoholic with the bottle. Alright. <laughs> um Yeah, so so they are able to to get him. But I, I do want to call out uh Jessica was really quick on her feet to to say, Oh, those those guys hurt my brother. I have to get him away. So she's able to like get away from there without mm-hmm. people asking too many questions. And when cops show up, cause you know, that looks like the sort of deal police would show up to. Um, at least you have the other people saying, Oh yeah, that's what she said at this, and, you know, yeah. throwing them off of her scent even more. Um, I, I like, well, I don't know if I like it. Um, I feel like <laughs> using Jessica as her distraction is like a much stronger plan than what they actually did. Like, couldn't they have done that in a different way? <laughs> like just use Jessica as a distraction. Maybe put a billboard of Jessica's picture somewhere. I'm just like, Oh crap. Then he looks over there and you stab him with a needle <laughs> or shoot him. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, that probably worked out way better for them this way. Um, Cause I guess the other plan would have been, um, to just walk up, and I guess we, she wasn't going to run across, was she? No, she was going to run. I think the plan was for, for her to run across after they shot him because she's strong enough to just carry Kill Riven run. Although I bet Simpson okay. got it. Simpson thought he so. Could. The those mm-hmm. okay, and and so those bodyguards yeah. would have still come out anyway. It's actually probably been worse to just go even further away. Um, yeah. So good thing Simpson yeah. was almost noticed. Good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh. So. 
Let's see. Uh, so, all right. Uh, I, I kind of like that fight scene when the uh, bodyguards mm-hmm. were going to get Kilgrave back. So after they, they realize, oh, no, he has a tracker on him and everything. Um, Simpson holds his own against two guys. Uh, but Jessica's tasered by like four guys. So um, if they didn't have tasers, man, she would have oh, been yeah. like perfectly fine. But nope, those things just shut Well, yeah, down. I mean, Kilgrave probably told him to do that because he knew Jessica would be one of the few people who go after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And poor Trish, who feels like a loser face, because she is, for being taken out by being tased by one guy. Which, to be fair, would be yeah. every other normal person. But she hangs like, out with a super person and a special hmm, ops and, guy. So that's really her bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you start comparing yourself to them, yeah. of course I mean, you're a loser. Come on, Hawkeye has to be so depressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you see that stat going on around online um, that the Avengers have a much better win percentage with Hawkeye than without Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, I have not seen this. Uh, what? What is? Yeah. Is is just like comparing? Yeah, all, all the, their all fight the big scenes. It's like when, when they were against side. Hawkeye when he's brainwashed, <clears throat> they lost. <clears throat> Sorry, but when they um, when he was on the team in the Battle of New York, they won. Uh, I think every fight that he wasn't part of in. Age of Ultron, they lost, but the big battle at the end, they won. Uh, I, f- I forget the whole thing, but it's like, yeah, I think they've won only one battle without Hawkeye. I, of course, Infinity War, Hawkeye wasn't there. They lost. Hawkeye was in the big battle at the end. They won. Hawkeye is the, <laughs> the lever for the Avengers. <laughs> huh. Okay. No, I hadn't seen that, but... Uh... All right, I'll I'll give them. I'll, I I guess I guess that's true. All right, but um, just to just to say something else, he's just he's another guy, right? Who's really good at something. So it's it's like um, you know, just it's it's a uh, padding your numbers, right? Like oh, you have enough Avengers, and you're pretty good. Let's just add one more, just to be safe. Okay, well, there I we mean- go. Now, now you are right. Maybe it's, that. it's six people against Loki and the entire Chitari versus five people. That sixth guy and his 16 arrows really helped. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he yeah. killed 16. Had 16 arrows, killed <laughs> or what is it? 16 arrows, 16 kills. Job done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time to go home, I guess. <laughs> I had another point before I went on this real tangent. Alrighty. So we'll just continue. Oh, the <laughs> interrogation scene. Sorry. Alright, ma- oh. Yes. Uh I was watching <laughs> okay. Firefly no for like the nine hundredth time the other night. Like the start from season from the beginning. And the mm-hmm. scene in the first episode, or maybe the second because of the two parter. Where Jane is going to torture that guy, and the guy just tells him everything, and Jane's like, "Come on, man! I, I wanted to get an ear. You, you're supposed to res- um, resist torture." And just like, I feel like that's how Simpson is in this scene. He's like, "I really, but I really want to torture him. Just, just, just his kneecap, just a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely kind of has that that I, I just, just want to mm-hmm. hurt someone sort of vibe. 
I mean, he's definitely still uh, upset about that loss right there, like like they all are. But yeah, that's it. That's all I have for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So Jessica gets home and uh, she sees Malcolm, uh, saves him from a drug dealer, basically. Um, but she decides to help him out, like just in life in general, help him get cleaned up, uh, chains him to the bathroom sort of thing to um, go yeah. cold turkey and all that fun stuff. Mm, um, and she also makes him a PB&J sandwich, which is, I'm assuming it's like um, when you have a cold, you drink Sprite. And when you are trying I to get over heroin, you have a PB&J <laughs> sandwich. Is that where they're going I with mean, this? in all my experience... Which okay, is this? Right, just making sure. Uh, which is this one episode? Uh, that's what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, I I'll keep that in mind for the future, just in case it it ever uh, matters. But that's I mean, that's good enough. Yeah. You, you live in Florida now, so it might come up. That's that's true. I should just walk around with these sandwiches just in case. <laughs> yep. <laughs> any any junkies out there? On the street, you just hand a PBJ and think, I'm cured! <laughs> Here you go, sir. You need this more than... Well, no, you you just you really need this. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, but, uh, so Malcolm kind of has this whole thing, and he's really going to be beating himself up for a while, uh, because uh, he admitted to Jessica that, you know, he didn't always or he wasn't always under Kilgrave's control uh, sometimes he did it because mm-hmm. he just wanted the drug money yeah um yeah i think this is i mean okay yeah murder's bad yeah rape is bad but this is pretty effed up too so yeah you're, you're right when when <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say this is the worst thing he's done, but no, he's done a lot of terrible shit stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, everything else uh, I forget. Okay, this is episode five of twelve for the season, uh-huh. so thirteen. Ah, you know, I was about to say thirteen, but I didn't think that was right. Anyway, this is five of thirteen for the season, and we've already become so numb to the horrible things that Kilgrave does that we forgot about how bad this would be. Oh, he... yeah. <sighs> Oof. All right. Um, okay. So Kilgrave wakes up and calls Jessica and basically says, Hey, keep sending me pictures one a day, 10 AM. And, um, I'll, uh, I'll let Malcolm live. Basically. He's basically threatening, uh, Malcolm's life. And eventually, uh, Jessica agrees uh, to do it. Um, after seeing that Malcolm also tried, he, uh, also tried to get himself clean he didn't take the drugs that uh, Jessica gave him the night before. He put them in the toilet, but conveniently didn't flush the toilet so the audience could see that the drugs are in there. Yes. And just in case he changes his mind later. But that too, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Alrighty. Um, I don't have anything else. How about you, Tony? No, other than rating the episode, I think we're good. Oh, actually, no, I have one last thing. Um, just talking about how weird, creepy, and crazy Kilgrave is. Um, when he woke up from being knocked out, uh, he like loses a tooth. He has to pull it out. He seemed happy about it. He kind of smiled. Did you? Well, yeah. He talked. He talked about how he. It was exhilarating not being in control. Which, I mean, makes sense mm-hmm. since he's probably never had that feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. All right, Tony. So he's scary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely is. All right. Let's uh let's rate the episode, and I guess we'll close it out. So Tony, how many lost teeth do you give this episode? Um, I would give this like three lost teeth. I I liked the uh operation stab kill brave kill grave in broad daylight and give him in the van or whatever I called that. Um but the rest of the episode is either uncomfortable or just like eh, it's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much with you. Um I was gonna give it a three point five, but eh, yeah, we can we can average that out to like a two point nine or something, if that's 3. what you want to do. Yeah. Or that three point two five, you know, some number in that range. I, yeah. I'm, I I gave it a three, and you gave it a three point five, so it wouldn't be lower than both of our scores. Is that how math works? Math, <laughs> math. Um, uh. I was also thinking to myself, I give like decimal points a lot of my rankings. I should stop doing that, and then you give a freaking decimal point. <laughs> so I appreciate that so much, y'all. <laughs> You're very, very welcome. Uh, all right, Tony, let's go ahead and close out the episode. All right. Well, this has been the MCU Rewind for Jessica Jones Season 1, Episode 5, a.k.a. The Sandwich Saved Me. Uh, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU Rewind and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And join us next time as we cover Jessica Jones Season 1, Episode 6, a.k.a. You're a winner! And for the MCU uh, Rewind, we are signing off. Have a marvelous day.